Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Made this here with all the ice on in the booth. At the gate outside, when they pull up, they give me loose. Yeah, jump out. All right, back here on the sports grind. Calvin Casey, Mike Hart, Jonas Clark producing. Mr. Sands spinning the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. And this first segment of the next hour is going to be sponsored by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully uh, virtual insurance broker who can find the cheapest rate out there for you because he represents over 40 different carriers for auto, life, home, and renter's insurance. Give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. That is Stephen Reese, Integrity Advisors, agency of Stephen Reese, as I should say, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right. So right now, without further ado, we're going to be joined by former UT and legendary Cleveland Browns, Mr. Eric Metcalf. How you doing this afternoon, Eric? I'm good. How you doing? Doing all what right, up, man. E? What doing up, all e? right. What's going on? Good. Good. Hey, well, Eric, you know, you're joining us today on behalf. First of all, thank you for taking the time and joining us. And you're joining us on the behalf of American Football Legends League. Um, Explain that to the listeners, what really the American Football Legends League is about and what y'all have coming up here between October the 20th and the 22nd. So what's happening is it's going to be 16 franchises will be auctioned off uh, next week. Uh, you'll be able to purchase uh, NFTs of, of former legend, legend players, NFL legends. Uh, you know, Chris Carter, Michael Vick, myself, Nate Burleson. There's only one, uh, one of one NFT, and they're being developed. And this, and all this. Uh, so if you if you purchase a, a franchise and then and then build a team, you're AFLL owner, obviously, and you get to coach some of these great, the greatest legends of all time because it's a custom league video game. Uh, provided by uh, Access Football, and 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 so, so you'll you'll play every game, and it'll be simulation will be broadcast online and everything. So you can you can interact with these players that you you purchase and and all that. So it, it's going to be a fun deal. Hmm. Is this something that you can draft from, Eric, or is this something that you are the one that gets a chance? I know you said you get to build a dynasty type team, and uh, I wanted to know how do you go about drafting those teams. And so, um, so what you what you do is uh, you go on uh, ufsports.com, and, or and then go to the AFL landing page, and then you'll you'll be able to draft players and 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 purchase. The, you know that's how that's how you do it. You draft them and purchase those guys, and uh, and then you just put your team together. It's just that's why the key is getting as many of these legends as we can on, on board. So to to make it fun for for those participating folks who are trying to purchase franchises and, and, and in fact, uh, play in this league. 
Right now we're joined again, we're joined by Eric Metcalf, legendary Cleveland Browns player. Eric, you know, um, there's a lot of things I could get with you start with here. What's going on in the NFL from the uh takes on the Gruden thing to the um, you know, about the Cleveland Browns. And I and I and we'll start some a little bit positive on the note about the Cleveland Browns. Um okay, look, it's well documented about the history of, you know, the franchise struggle since you played, since the time you left, and now They've, you know, going from a few years ago of being only the third team in history to go 0-16 at the time to now dealing with expectations in the last couple of years of, you know, these draft picks, the talents come about. But the elephant in the room as the team, I mean, they still sit in a, you know, a, a great position where we're at. I mean, we're just now barely past the first quarter of the season. But the elephant in the room really, and I think the guy that has the pressure, is the quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Um, you know, I know it's a different monster up there in the Cleveland area in regards to how passionate their fans are, the patience when it comes to that position. But let me ask you, for somebody that still has ties to the organization, that's that's well-respected in the organization, what's your opinion on Baker? Do you think Baker is that guy? Do you think that pretty much, you know, that the signs point to him being able to get this franchise over the hump and getting this franchise back to where you, when you were playing with them, when they were competing in January and December in the playoffs? I, I think he is the guy for that that team right now, for sure. The way uh, the way they play offense, the way uh, Costa Fransky runs his plays, you know, is is heavy run, play action, and I think with his skill set, he could be very good at that, and and he can and he can lead us to a championship if 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 we go out there and say okay. We're running teams. Stop us from running. Let's work out the play action and and hit open guys. I think I, if in that if in that regard, I think he's the guy. I mean, I'm not asking. I don't think he needs to be a guy who has to drop back thirty and forty times a game in order for us to win. Hmm. He has to he has he has to go out there and and just make plays when when he's given the opportunity. And of, and of course, there's going to be games when the defense they line up. Eight, eight in a box because they say you're not going to run the ball and he's going to have to make winning plays. But in, in, with all that said, he doesn't have to throw it 30 or 40 times because we have two monsters in the backfield that can run the ball well and the line the line is good. Yeah, we're talking to Eric Metcalf, lifetime Longhorn, by the way, hook him. And uh, <laughs> Eric, obviously, you know, we're talking a little bit of the NFL, but I want to take you back to – the Cotton Bowl last week. My man Calvin is still trying to figure out what the heck is going on in Austin, Texas. <laughs> we still trying to figure it out ourselves. But when you watched that game last weekend and you saw, first off, Bijan Robinson is a beast, and, and I know you could speak on that. But then you look at how this team continues to find ways to not only lose games, but lose it in a fashion in which we're Texas is not supposed to lose these types of games. So when you're watching the game, what are some of the things that you're seeing that you can dissect and say, oh, we need to fix that, besides the glaring obvious? Before I answer that question, I'm going to say I might be the only person who lost scoring 40 points. Two games. My pro team and my college team. <laughs> two games. <laughs> 40 points and lost. I might be the only Wow. Great point. That, right? <laughs> Great point. Right? <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I think, I think in, in, in watching uh, Texas play, I, I, I know we're, we're heading in the right direction. I know we have uh, a lot of good players. I think we'll obviously start to get all the players that we were losing in years past to come there again. But 
But but in, but in speaking of the game the other day, I, you know, there's one thing that really bothered me about this game, other than miss, missing tackles and, and not being in position to make out. The one thing offensively that bothered me is that we let the play clock get down within four four seconds almost every time towards the end of the game, and Oklahoma started jumping the snap. Hmm. I agree. And so that's and that's where the pressure came from because before that they weren't able to pressure because they were waiting, but then they started. We got to that point, and so that that I thought that was a a big mistake on our offense's part. But you know, we we made plays. There were there were obviously there were times that we didn't we didn't uh, score when we had opportunities because we should have taken advantage of a lot more other plays and just right. you know it was it, it was a tough game. Oklahoma Oklahoma had some some big plays, big lucky plays, and, and guys were in position. Um, but we just didn't finish. And when it's all said and done, in games like this, you always have to be able to finish, and we didn't do that. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what you said. I'm thinking like, here you answer. I'm playing your answer. I was like, damn, you know, that is two teams that blew 40. I'm trying to think if that is <laughs> ever, ever happened. But on, on, a, on a little bit on a serious note, Eric, before we get you out here, kid, like I said in the opening, you know, there's the, the John Gruden um, news. I mean, you're a guy that's played in the league for a long time. You're a guy that's basically still been involved in the league even after your days of playing. And you've had your opportunities to meet a lot of different cultures and really coaches, I should say, and really kind of know some of the the positive things about the NFL, but also some of the dark secrets here. When you first heard this, I mean, the news broke on Monday um, that, you know, that he was going to be let go, but this kind of started breaking last week on Thursday or Friday. When you heard the emails, um, I don't know if you've ever came in contact with John Gruden, if you've ever met him personally, but when this came across your radio and you heard this, was there any type of shock level to you? Did it surprise you? Did you say, hey, not so surprised? Yeah, I was um well I was in camp with the Raiders until some some contract issues and so they had to they released me because they didn't want to pay me a roster bonus the next day. Okay. And so and so I was in camp with, with Drew and those guys in what, two thousand and one. okay, that's right. Um, and so and so I got to uh, so I got to I got to know him and, and talk to him. So I was kinda shocked. Just you know, because I've seen him in like Cleveland Monday night games and stuff, and talked to him a little bit. And so I was shocked when I when I heard this, and 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 you once again, you can't have this in the NFL. I mean, and and not only did he he talk about D. Maurice, but he talked about Goodell. He talked about everybody. You know, yeah. So it it, it, it was just it was the things that was being said and who and and so I mean, it, it, it's tough because it, it was. Everybody they talk to, if he, if he, if there's one person, he might be able to get away a little bit, but you know, every single person that he talked about and that, and that, and that's what makes it tough. So it's, it's, it's shocking, especially when you're, you're a player and these guys who are are there now, who, who trusted him as, as their leader and, and did everything he was asking them to do to be accountable for. And then, then, then they find out that he's done something like this to, you know, to like belittle everyone around. How does a team, I would say, I guess one follow-up question to that is that you've been in locker rooms before and, and there are distractions that come in all shape, forms, and sizes, but this right. is a big magnitude. How do you go about, if you're in that locker room, how do you go about basically moving forward this? I mean, this is not, this didn't happen in week 15, 14. I mean, they're a team that started off 3-0. and They're a couple a game above 500, trying to snap a two-game lose streak. But if Eric Metcalf is in that locker room, how do you move, how do you, as a leader, and you got to see on your uniform, how do you move this team forward to remain focus with basically things that your goals that are still in front of you that you can accomplish i think i think because it's it's early 
uh, it's, it's a little easier because they, they still have a chance. They, if they play, they're three and two, and so they have a chance to win that division. So they, they can see that. They can see that the goal is clearly there. And so it's, it's up to each individual as a, as a professional to go out there and, and take their uh, take pride in their jobs. But I think as a leader, I, I just keep emphasizing that we're here for the goal. We're not here for the person who was here. Hmm. So the, the, the goal is to win the, as, as a team, and we can collectively stay together, do what we need to do. It doesn't matter who's standing over there with the with the with the big headset on. It matters who's in this room, in this locker room, who's on that field at the time. We got to go out there and execute and do what we need to do. And if we take care of our business, we'll, that we'll never have to worry about that black eye because it's technically it's not on the Raiders franchise and those players. It's on one individual who wasn't there at that at that time, so they can they can kind of stay away from that mm-hmm. and just go out there and worry about playing football uh, and, and playing good football to try to win games. Hopefully, they won't win in Cleveland. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you 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 and Jonas over there thinking the same way, the same way. Yeah. But let me ask you this, Eric. Before we let you go, I want to ask you about Texas picking on Oklahoma State. And I know you, I didn't get you a chance to uh, talk about it, but how special is Bijan Robinson, and, and have you seen a back like him in a while? He's very special. I, I keep I keep telling people, and I've argued with people that he is the guy because everybody, you know, they think it's college football, and he's just doing this because no, he's doing this because he's special. He he reminds me of Saquon Barkley when he was at Penn State doing his thing. That's what it that's what it looks like when he's out there because it's so effortless. He's able to break tackles. He's able to make guys miss. He's able to outrun people. And so he is, to me, he's the best back in the country and, and, and should win the Heisman. I mean, I might be a little biased, but, <laughs> but, he, but, 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 but he seems to be that guy who will do the exact same thing on the next level. Hmm. Yeah. All right, man. All right, Eric. Well, I appreciate you, man. Good luck with everything that's going on with the American Football Legends League, man. Keep moving on with that and every all the other ventures that you have going on in your life. And good luck. And hopefully this weekend you can go 2-0 and for your teams this weekend. Oh, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> we got to score 14 points and win. I'll accept that. Forget the 40 thing. We can't win 40. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. All right, Eric, man. I appreciate, I appreciate you, you checking in with us, man. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Appreciate it. Eric Metcalf, legendary Cleveland Browns, UT, yeah. Um, Atlanta Falcon. He should be in the. Yeah. He should be in the Hall of Fame. I totally, He's that cold. I totally forgot he spent a time with the Raiders. He was even yeah. in Kent with that time on Gruden's first stint. Totally forgot that. Yeah. Well, I hope they better not get it together this weekend. I know that <laughs> this Sunday because there's gonna be another coaching staff. Like man, they had all these distractions and y'all can't get. Yeah, you got some other problems in Colorado. Yeah. Man, yeah. I'll be asking like, hey, anybody will go through Vic stuff? And we got some emails <laughs> over there. And, 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 and oh, uh, my man, uh, Pat Sherman too. Get that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what you really want. Yeah, go exactly. Go Somebody need to look at Pat. Say, I hope you email Washington <laughs> around that time, Pat. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge. 
Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop, and this next segment is going to be sponsored by the LaHood Law Firm. They've got 82 years of combined experience to help you strategically uh, navigate through any type of legal issues, especially when it comes to criminal allegations, including DWIs, aggravated assaults, white-collar crimes, weapon charges, probation violations, you name it. Give them a call, and they'll also give you a free consultation. Their number is 210-797-7700. That is a LaHood Law Firm, official sponsor of the Sports Drive. All right, so before we get into Thursday night, kicking off week six on the field, uh, actually, before we get into this game, let's go to the phones. Let's try this again. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you are on the sports grind here on Ticket 760 and 1300 The Zone. What's up, Mike? Okay, yeah, sorry about that the first time, man. Hey, um, I got to give you guys a compliment again, man. You guys got – I don't know how you guys pulling off these top-notch guests that you got, but you bring in Eric Metcalf today. And then last week you brought in uh, Chipper Jones. So you keep on doing what you're doing, man, with these uh, guests. Uh, I, like, I like what y'all got going on. Appreciate but, yeah, I wanted to say this about, I wanted to say this about um, John Gruden's situation, man. Um, I'm not going uh, to waste my time talking about what he said up in the email. Let's, let's just talk about John Gruden's record as the NFL coach uh, with the Raiders for the last three or four years. And, and, and um, like I say, the, uh, Davis, he ought to be happy that uh, Gruden is no longer his coach because, like I heard uh, Stephen A. Smith say on ESPN, uh, he wasn't going to win a championship no way, even with the $100 million the contract. He was just giving John Gruden free money uh, because Gruden is, is a phony, just like Keyshawn Johnson said, my man. Uh, if you look at his record over the last three or four years, he, the Raiders have not been in the playoffs, and then I think he's just barely above 500. And um, like I said, he calls himself a quarterback guru. And uh, name me some quarterbacks that John Gruden has developed and turned into all pros. So, like I say, John Gruden, he was just riding off the coattails of that Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. And it's, it's a good thing that John Gruden is out of the NFL, not a bad thing. And I thank you for taking my call today. All right, Mike. Thanks for the kind words. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, was Gruden – Maybe overly hype. Maybe was he part of his he could sell and market himself, you know, uh, possibly when the whole Chucky thing and Chucky dolls and everything start going to his head. Like, yes. Uh, do I think he's just like because he's a, a a record, you know, only 44, you know, percent winning record. Do I think he's just a horrible coach or he couldn't couldn't win? I, I don't know if I'm going to go far as that because I've never said that really about him when they when they hired him. I can understand it. I thought that he would basically be in around the game, that the, you can't really say the game, maybe pass him by this and that. And I've always said that, yes, Tony Dungy, you know, built the Tampa Bay Bucks. I mean, that whole vision of where Tampa was when Tony got there. But the reality of it is the reason why they couldn't get over the hump at the St. Louis Rams at the time, because they were losing 16 to 6, 10 to 6 ball games. They couldn't get the offense going. So they came in, got them over the hump. Um, I just feel that, you know, there's obviously somebody in the Washington football team organization or somebody that was involved in, you know, investigating these emails that John Gruden pissed off and had an axe to grind with either encountering him when his brother was there. Okay, because because, I mean, with Bruce Allen, his boy that was with him and Tim, I mean, pretty picked up the phone like, yo, man, I know Jay's with Cincinnati, but he's ready. Give him a job. I'll tell him to fill out the application. No different when you say, hey, man, they, they paying $15 over an hour. I can get you on. 
He got his brother on. I always thought Jay Gruden didn't deserve that job when he got it because he was that. That's who I said was really riding John's coattail, whatever you think of John Gruden. But um, it's just one of those things that I, I just feel that the league is not going to probably allow these emails to come public. They're doing the standard like, hey, it is what it is uh, because it's the same thing. John is part of a culture that's old school, that talk that way, that feel that way. Um, you know, regardless of who it offends or that's his opinion. And at the end of the day, he got to fall on the sword for it. It's the same thing to me. It's no different than Spy. I've said this before. It's no different than Spygate. The Patriots were not the only team videotaping practices. They just took it to a different level and they were kicking everybody's ass and they were going to Super Bowls. They had to lay on the sword. Coaches came in and said, hey, man, I got 50,000, 30,000 on the floor. Whoever knocks out so-and-so by the fourth quarter, you knock them out. You know what? Sean Payton... And Greg uh, Williams, Williams yeah. they had to fall on the sword for it. They made example. And John Gruden is one of these guys that's fallen on the sword. And the obvious in the face of Mark Davis, it's facts the way I feel. Because it's like, yo, man, you got to fire for this. And it's from 11. That's the thing. 11 years ago, I get, well, answer, I'll talk to the NFL. And, and I, would, I wouldn't hold my breath for the rest of those emails getting released because I just don't know what the NFL, honest, I mean, I know. For the regular people, the people that the players that make up that league, I know what they can benefit from it if they yeah, throw it out yeah, there. But yeah. the league and them owners, man, them thirty-one other owners, thirty-one other owners besides Mark Davis, they don't benefit, you know, basically for that. Everybody filing yeah. injunctions to keep that from going. Oh, They're like, nope, man. No, no, don't let that out. Yeah, nope, yeah. Because nope. even if you, even if you are, it didn't, you know, communicate with the Washington football team during that period, you have nothing to hide. And I'm just telling you, the mentality of them owners, they looking like. What can is this going to open <laughs> exactly. if we allow – even if I got nothing to do and I ain't got nothing to worry right, about it. Right. But I'm thinking already, if we let this go, every time that comes up, it, it, what's going to happen? That's the thing. And that's Adam Schefter right now, getting investigated by Caesar Sportsbook. Um, you've been doing some insider trading. Oh, wait a minute. That's news. You're breaking it at that. We oh, got to get yeah. to that one. We got oh, yeah. to educate me on that. What you got, Jonas, real quick? And for every person that becomes a part of this story, uh, every other link, can they then ask for access to that team? And that team, and that team, a whole can of worms, like you said, but each individual person. Mm, that's the other side of it. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Scott Smoke Shop. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, broadcasting here with the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Cover 3. Cover 3 has locations in Austin and San Antonio. What else can you tell us about Cover 3, Harge? Thursday night football. This is the place you want to be. You got a happy hour starting from 4 to 7 o'clock. Get over there, kick things off. Get over there, get some great food, great atmosphere. Whether you're in Austin or San Antonio, Cover 3 is the place to be. Yes, sir. Cover 3, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, speaking of Thursday night football, uh, before we jump into that, let's clear the phones again. Let's go to the phones. Uh, let's go to Rudy. Rudy on the sports grind here on Ticket 760 and 1300 The Zone. What's up? Uh, congratulations on being expanded to Austin. Oh, thanks, I didn't realize that you had that uh, 
part of the network. Uh, mm. I told you before, I've been listening since 2006 on Saturday. So that's 15 years listening to the sports crowd, and congratulations. Thanks, Rudy. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you. I thought you had to take a bunch of Astros. But okay, yeah, thank awesome. you. I'll take that. I appreciate that. Uh, but moving on to the NFL matchup tonight, Harge, you have the defending champs uh, going into the link. Uh, to take on the NFC East Philadelphia Eagles, who are coming from a comeback from behind victory against the Panthers. Last time I checked on this game, I mean, this game opened up, I think, during the week with the Tampa Bay Bucks favored by seven. And I think the last time I checked, it dropped to six and a half. Is it now officially six and a half? Um, that spells fishy to me. I will tell you, this would be the deal. Um, I got it on scores and odds still at seven. You still so, got it at seven. So some yeah. places will have it at seven, and yeah. that's the other thing in the gambling world out there. You know, as the influx of states legalize gambling and more books open, lines are going to continue to fluctuate more than they've had in the past. I mean, keep in mind, I've been paying attention to this stuff since like 2005 or four, um, and it's it's definitely you could tell the difference for each state. Uh, that legalized gamble. I know Florida's trying to get theirs done coming in November. I think they're the next one up. But anyway, so that doesn't surprise me that that line will fluctuate probably from seven to six and a half, maybe down to six. I mean, if it dropped before, if six, if you get it, it drops to six before kickoff. Jump all over the, the Eagles. I'll just tell you that. But um, tonight, Harge, I mean, I still think Tampa Bay's secondary is limping in. I think they're still dealing with injuries on that. What I'm looking for is to see that, you know, because – because of Lamar Jackson, which I want to get with him a little bit, because of the play with Dak, because of, you know, Tom Brady being 100 years old, throwing for over 400 yards last weekend. With the, I think all that, Matthew Stafford, all that is really kind of overshadowing a little bit of the growth that I see in Jalen Hurts each week get a little bit better. I think he's got a long way to go. I don't know. I mean, I will tell you right now, I would bet you a dollar to a donut that the Philadelphia organization is still in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes behind closed doors. Um, But I will tell you that what I've seen from Hurts getting a little bit better every week, I mean, that's a game that they could have laid down and lost. But what is Philly's record right now, by the way? Where are they at? How many games? They They are two and three. They're two. So a game under 500. Um, that connection with, uh, you know, Jalen, I mean, Smith is still there. But what do you see tonight? Do you give Eagles any chance tonight, Harge, to make this an entertainment? Because remember last week I was I was dumping all over Cincinnati right. and uh, that other match ended up being a good game. I'm like, why are they scheduling this Jacksonville right. and so a few couple weeks ago and then end up being a good game? But talk to me about what do you think? Do the Eagles have any chance of making this game entertaining or are we just going to be waiting around for first pitch between the Dodgers and no and this Giants? game is definitely going to be entertaining and the okay. reason why I'm, I say that is because of the things that you just touched on about Jalen Hurts he's competitive he's doing the things that have had that people in Philly hoped when he got the job and he is getting better but I also believe that their defense is getting better and Gronk is still banged up they're still and Brady's thumb is not where it needs to be he said he's going to play tonight we know that he's played with a spliced thumb in the Super Bowl, where he, ble- but it didn't take surgery. He didn't yeah. need to have heart surgery. That's old Bill Belichick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't need yeah. heart surgery. It wasn't open heart. But yeah. when you look at the game, you always got to look at, like you said, you look at that number. The over under is fifty two and a half. Also, Oof. so obviously they don't put. They always put that hook on there because they want you to jump on something. Right. And so with the with the being at seven, I don't see 
how this is going to be one of those games where they just go in there and blow them out. Okay. You know, yeah, and that's plus, a big number. Yeah, and on top of that, you always have to factor in the short week yep. coming for the traveling team going on the road. What else yep. you got, Jonah? Just uh, something to consider tonight, too, is the Eagles are 0-2 at home. They're 0-2 at home. Okay. So two of their three losses. Let's hmm. come on the, come on the road. Um, look, the, I'll, nothing's changed from my take in August when we talked about divisions and picked all those. I mean, the Eagles are in a rebuild. I mean, they're rebuilding. Um, you know, they've got to decide on and, – and, and, you know, honestly, Jalen Hurts, I think he's playing like he knows that – he's auditioning for some other teams possibly as well. I mean, trust me, I, I know Jalen wants to be the quarterback of the future for the Eagles. I'm not saying that when I say that. I just think that by the way he's going about his business and he keeps improving every week, you can see that he's blocking out the outside noise in regards to the Sean Watson thing and everything like that. So, um, no, tonight I w- it wouldn't be surprising. I think this is a game that possibly competitive because I really feel that, you know, I mean, look, even though that that game was not even really in jeopardy last week against the Miami Dolphins and Jacoby Brissett, I still saw Jacoby Brissett at sometimes move the ball on yeah. Tampa in that second because it has to do the injuries with the Tampa. Now, see, the difference between Tampa Bay and the Kansas City Chiefs is Tampa Bay's defensive problems in secondary is about basically because of personnel. People miss it. That's out there. They coming back. Kansas City – that's a problem. You, that, you just had to go straight to the Well, Kansas you know, City you know, it was just like, you know, um, I didn't have too many. Uh, Rudy just called. I didn't have too many of those phone calls when we did the prediction in August. Kansas City, what is he doing? He's what did, did he did he hang out at Hazel Scott before he came in? Oh, <laughs> nah, man. I just been watching the league since I'm seven, and I understand that people in the pot in the lab cooking to say, hey, what's going on? But no, the story, no. That's the difference when you look at teams struggling defensive and in the secondary. They're still getting to the quarterback. Tampa's still red, but the secondary in the back end. So I do see tonight Jalen Hurts are going to be able to make some plays on Tampa's defense and move the ball and maybe try to keep that ball out of Tom Brady's hands. What you and got? The way he's going to do that. Is because he likes to run a little bit too. All yeah. the other quarterbacks don't run that much. Tom Brady's not a runner, obviously. He just got to a thousand yards. He's been in the year the league for a thousand years. <laughs> but then you start looking around, you gotta make sure that you're making plays with your feet too, Jalen, to keep the ball moving. Well said. Well said. Just make sure Bruce Arians gets on the plane tonight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Seven, oh, excuse me. 1-800-707-976. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here with the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Mike Hart, Jonas Clark, producer, Mr. Sandspin, the one and twos. Today's show was presented by Hazel Scott Smoke Shop. And this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail. That is Zing Zang. Don't forget to go try out their pre-made, uh, pre-alcohol-made drinks at any of your liquor stores. You can pick them up. They have different flavors and margarita flavor, michelada flavor as well, too. Or you can just buy the mix and add your favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, Harge. Um, that game five tonight. But before we get to that, you've got a... We got a special birthday today and the family. I saw it on matter of fact, I saw it on Facebook. You post Facebook. Yeah. Wanna say say a happy birthday to my firstborn, uh, Mike Jr. Mm-hmm. He has uh done some amazing things. He's a former basketball player, played at Tarleton State, uh, grew up 
in Georgetown. A lot of people know him. A lot of people in San Antonio know him because he's he played a lot of basketball down there as well. So mm, okay. happy birthday to him. He's doing great things. And, uh, man, you know, when you have a child, especially because I was young, I had him when I was 21 years old and I was playing baseball, so I traveled a lot. Right. I, you know, so my time with him was in and out, in and out. But, mm-hmm. man, he's he's one heck of a kid, and, and he's done great things. So I'm very proud of him. That's good. Happy birthday. Yeah. And let me tell you, I've seen really – you look like you spit him out. He looks just like you. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like I was – that's the first time I seen him with Mike. I was like, you look just like you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, tonight, Orange, um, take me in the clubhouse of a game five, do or die, heated yeah. robbery, they tell me what's what's kind of going on hours, you know, they before. They have the exact same record. Mm-hmm. They have the exact same record now. I think they both won 110 games right now. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there and you're looking at it and you're saying, the Giants have pretty much led this thing wire to wire. Yep. And now they're going up against the Dodgers, the former, I mean, the uh, last year's champion. Mm-hmm. And now this is winner take all. This is this is one of those magical Kirk Gibson type nights that I think is going to happen to us. I think we're wow. going to see a lot of great stuff. And the Dodgers, although they kept telling us that one guy was going to be the starter, Uranus, he's not starting now. Corey Knebel is going to start now coming out of the bullpen. And for oh. those that don't know, Corey Knebel went to the University of Texas. He also is from Georgetown, same high school as my son. They actually mm. know each other and grew up together. And you sit here and you're looking at this and you're saying, wow, this is about to be the biggest start of his career. But then you look at on the Giants' side. I mean, like I said, they've led wire to wire. I don't think they have no fear. I think they're, it's the fact of being back at home and being able to close this game out and celebrate in front of your fans. They definitely feel like they have a swag that they're supposed to be here. Like they right. kind of knew when they showed up to spring training they're supposed to be here. But tonight's one of those games, man, that in nine innings, like every play, every if there's an oh, error, it's glorified. Like, and if you're uneasy, the ball's going to find you. Oh, so it's just it, it's just one of those that don't make you mistakes and nerve, but it should be a good one. It should be a good one tonight, man. And the winner of this one still has a good look at take it all. But I'm I'm rolling with the Giants, man, to get it done. I'm not going to back off them now. I'm rolling them to yeah, sit at home. Been, you have been on them. And the streak will continue. No defending <laughs> champs in, in baseball. Anyway, all right, man, that's a wrap. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark, Mike Hard, my man, Mr. Sands, spinning the one and two, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you hit the snooze button, and before you're off the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com.